the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're going to kick it today. Are you ready? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Tough Topic Tuesday. I'm live in the nation's capital covering all of Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well on WAVA 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital. Of course, uh, on my social media, we've got Facebook Live, YouTube Live, at Anderson Speaks is my handle for all my social media and if you've been following me on social media you know i've been traveling from um, mexico went down to the border uh, to walk across into mexico to see what's going on over there uh, as well as uh, nigeria africa to walk the path of the slaves uh, and to try to build a bridge between the continent and the diaspora of africans around the world as well as through the middle east and now here we are uh, back live got to share uh, Christ and uh, ministry in the Middle East with uh, some Syrian Arab uh, Emirates uh, all kind of uh, sisters and brothers in the Lord so it's just been a wonderful opportunity uh, to do some traveling but I'm thinking of you even when I'm gone and thinking about what I can bring back to you and I tell you what I came back and all kind of stuff was going on like like controversy between um, male pastors and female speakers like Dr. John MacArthur bringing it out uh, against, uh, if you want to say against, uh, Beth Moore uh, and Paula White. Did you catch that controversy? What? So anyway, I I do want to talk about that today. It is Tough Topic Tuesday. If you haven't heard, I'll tell you a little bit more after I pray, but it's kind of the big deal of uh, the controversy over women in the pulpit. So I think that's the direction I want to go today. I'll talk to you more about Africa and Mexico and immigration, all that in the days and weeks to come now that I'm back live in studio. But if you miss me, you want to talk to me, guess what? All you got to do is give me a call. Here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. That is my number live in studio. So give me a call today to talk about the topic of women in the pulpit. What do you think about it? That is a controversy, and it's back on the on the table. And, you know, wherever there's a controversy, wherever there's a divide, I like to place a table there and have a conversation, not so we demonize one another, but so we understand one another and try to have our perspectives uh, lifted up so we can try to figure out uh, what is going on. All right? Uh, my number, once again, is 888-43-BRIDGE. If you want to hit me on social media, go to at Anderson Speaks. 
Let me give you uh, just a second to pause with me for prayer and talk to the Lord. We're going to commit our time over to him, and I'm going to take your phone calls. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, this platform, for this show. Lord, thank you that I have the opportunity to connect with my brothers and sisters all around the world, and specifically in the DMV. We pray, God, for the, today's conversation, uh, that we would learn and grow and sharpen one another. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Together, everyone said what? Amen and amen. That's right. Let the church say amen. Hey, well, listen, if you want to give me a call today, the topic is the controversy over women in the pulpit. Do you think a woman should be able to preach? Or do you agree with John MacArthur? No, stay out of the pulpit. Uh, there are many other skills that you have, but uh, it doesn't make you qualified to preach. 888-432-7434. I'm here to try to help you talk you through it, walk you through it, pray you through it. Maybe you feel the same way as John MacArthur, or maybe you feel like Beth Moore or Paula White. Um, Beth Morris chimed in as well. We can talk a little bit about that. Again, my number is 888-43-BRIDGE. There are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com or go to my favorite website, and, of course, that is uh, embracegracism.com. Is there gracism for women in leadership, women in the pulpit? I'd love to hear from you uh, on that. All right. Uh, you can always write me even when we're outside of the show. But I'm going to give a big shout out to my engineer, our senior tech, and that's uh, Mr. Derwent Williamson and our call screener, Miss Dawn Nazmi. So glad that we've got folk working it uh, in the studio today, the Real Talk studio. So thanks a lot uh, for tuning in. 888-432-7434. Give me a call. My lines are open talking about women in the pulpit. So Pastor John MacArthur, many of you may have heard of him. He's written so many books. I used to read him even when I was in Bible college many years ago. He leads Grace Community Church in California, and he skewered uh, popular Bible teacher Beth Moore, uh, as well as uh, Donald Trump's uh, spiritual advisor, Paula White, and evangelicals who support the idea of women preachers in general. When asked to give a pithy response, he was at a conference or something, somebody asked him, uh, sort of, what is your short response on Beth Moore, who's a prominent evangelical Bible teacher, author, founder of Living Proof Ministries? MacArthur bluntly replied, go home. <laughs> he then followed up the comment with uh, this quote, there is no case that can be made biblically for a woman preacher, period. Paragraph, end of discussion. Just because you have the skill to sell jury on the TV sales channel doesn't mean you should be preaching. There are people who have certain hawking skills, natural abilities to sell. They have energy and personality and all of that. That doesn't qualify you to preach. When the leaders of evangelicalism roll over for women preachers, the feminists have really won the battle. Wow. Well, what do you think about that? Um, in fact, uh, MacArthur's reference to White, Paula White, comes in the wake of recent criticism of several prominent evangelical leaders, including Franklin Graham, president of Samaritan's Purse and the Billy Graham Evangelical Association, who encouraged his two million followers to support Paula White's latest book, Something Greater, noting that she has lived an interesting life. And so... Uh, uh, MacArthur is saying, listen, you're promoting her books, uh, she's preaching, Paula White, Beth Moore, women are not qualified to preach. Well, I want to hear from you. 
What do you think on the topic? 888-432-7434. Agree or disagree or not sure? 888-43-BRIDGE. Pastor, I agree that women do not have the calling or the qualifications to preach. Or, Pastor, I disagree. I do believe that they have the calling and the ability to preach. Or, Pastor, I'm Anderson. I'm not quite sure. Help me out. Help me think through it. Well, that's why I'm here, trying to build a bridge of understanding. Not always easy, but this is what we do. I'm your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. Come on, we're going to run to our commercial break. As soon as I get back, I'm going to take your phone calls. Here's my number again, 888-432-7434. Now check out my sponsors. I'll be right back. Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at Andersonspeaks.com. Real talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Oh. <laughs> they are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. Love it. it was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're live in the nation's capital. 
Best Buy waterproofing does roofing and waterproofing. They're going to keep you dry. And you know what? There's been a lot of rain. And guess what? Some of you found that out the hard way because it was dripping from the ceiling or rising from the foundation. Well, guess what? They're going to come in. They're going to clean it all up, dry you up, and take care of you. They'll give you a new roof. They'll give you a waterproofing system. They'll do what they did in my house. Uh, one of my homes, unfortunately, got all kind of water and, and outside and puddles all around. And they were able to put in a system to make sure that it goes to the right location. So I'm grateful to Best Buy Waterproofing. If you want them to give you a free inspection, get that mold and mildew out, give them a call and tell them Dr. Anderson sent you. I'm going to give you the number, and then I'm going right to uh, to my phone line because I want to talk to you about women preachers. 844 844- Nine eight zero thirty seven zero seven eight four four nine eight zero thirty seven zero seven. By the way, I talked to my wife Amber before the show, and I said, "Hey, baby, I'm going to be talking about women preachers today." And, uh, and you know, she's like, "What's what's that about?" And I told her, "You know, uh, you know, uh, John MacArthur, a guy who we read a lot of his books, you know, in Bible college and everything. He's a big pastor out in California. He basically told Beth Moore to go home. You know, like she shouldn't even be preaching." And uh, and then my wife's response tripped me out. I had her like on video chat and everything. You should have seen her face. And uh, she gave me her response. I'll give it to you later because I don't want to tip everything off. But uh, remind me to tell you uh, Amber's response. Okay. And Amber, if you're listening, I love you, baby. I'm just going to reveal a little bit. Okay. 888-432-7434. That's my number. Uh, I'm going to go to the phone lines right now. We're going to kick it off. Let's see. In Beltsville, Maryland with Mary, who's on the line. Hi, Mary. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Good. How are you? And thank you for taking my call. Oh, I'm alive and grateful and so happy to hang out with you. What are you thinking on this topic today? Well, as I was telling your lovely uh, engineer receptionist gal, I'm sorry, I forgot her name. but Her name is Dawn. Uh, my dad was a preacher. Oh, I'm sorry, Dawn. Oh, she's lovely, by uh-huh. the way. Uh, as I was telling her, I'm a PK's kid. Okay. And Dad passed in 67. Uh-huh. I was trying to remember, um, I was almost 10, how he felt about it yeah. and how it influenced all of us. Mm. Uh, I believe everybody's a minister. We should minister every day, like we should, you know, to everybody. Yeah. But is there a biblical doctor, is there a biblical uh, or something in the Bible that states that women should not uh, preach? Yes, there are biblical passages that talk about women uh, teaching men, uh, and I'm going to go over some of those passages, but I'm not going to tip my hand and tell you everything right now because I want to hear what others have to say, but I will say this to you. Yes, there are passages that teach that a woman should not, that, that teach us in the scriptures, that a woman should not teach a man. In other words, she shouldn't be teaching or preaching. So that is in the Bible. Now, I'm going to tell you my view and how I make, mix it all up a little bit later, so make sure you hold on, Mary, and we'll see where your, okay. fa- where your father used to be and maybe even where my father used to be before he passed away, and maybe where we are today and what that looks like, okay? Sure. All right, you hold on uh, and keep listening. I'm going to let you go right now. That's Mary in Beltsville, Maryland. Let's go to Crofton, Maryland, see what Ed is thinking today. Hi, Ed. It's Dr. Anderson How you, here. Dr. Anderson? How you doing? How are you, Dr. Anderson? I'm doing great. Thanks for hanging with me. Of course, so I grew up in a conservative church, and I still attend a conservative church. And yeah. my church's official position has always been that women can't uh, be pastors or teachers. But you know, I, I just want to throw out a couple Bible references because the Bible doesn't explicitly say either way. Okay. And, but I want to throw out some at least my number. Sure. We know that 
I guess it, the Bible does say a woman should not teach a man, but right. God created Adam first and then Eve. Right. So, but uh, but we also know that Deborah. Right. He was a, the leader of Israel, spiritual leader, the prophetess, basically the king, effectively right. the king, effectively the spiritual leader. Right. Um, you know, so we know that Priscilla certainly had a role in the early church. There was a right. Uh, a time when she corrected somebody's flawed theology. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible doesn't specifically say, um, so I don't know if it's a case of, like, meat offered to idols and we just have to let people make their own right. decision. Right. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what Paul meant when he <laughs> said a woman should not teach a man. Right. Uh, because that's the verse that's kind of quoted. Right. I'm not well, sure what, what context that is. Well, and that's what John MacArthur would say, you know, hey, a woman shouldn't teach a man, sit down. He said about Beth Moore, uh, you know, uh, you know, go home. <laughs> so, uh, right. And then it goes on in those texts to say, you know, if you got a question, uh, ladies, who, if you're married, you have a question, go home and ask your husband in private. Don't even be silent in the church. So uh, he's holding he's holding to that view, and I, of course I have mine. I'm going to give mine in the second half of the show, so I'm not going to give it yet because I still want to hear what more people are thinking and the questions they're asking. But okay. You gave good um, you gave good references. First of all, you gave a New Testament reference where Paul says basically women should not teach men. Uh, you gave uh, references to Deborah. Priscilla. So these are all the different Bible verses that people are using to fall on one side or the other. So uh, thanks right. for, for going on this journey. And if you stick with me through the end of the program, I tell you exactly what I think and exactly the scriptures I use. OK. Oh, and I have one other comment. Is that OK? Sure. Go for it. When you mentioned about women not speaking in the churches and uh, Paul says, woman, be found in the churches and ask your husband at home. Yep. That, that context to me, because it never says they can't teach, to me that uh, back then the women actually probably sat in a different space than men in the church. Mm-hmm. The women weren't as educated. So it doesn't seem to be about teaching. It seems to be about not interrupting the service. But I just throw that out there. Yeah, well, that's that's true, too. Um, but, you know, you can interrupt services without even speaking. It wasn't about don't inter- only don't interrupt services. It was really about you do not have a voice in the synagogue if you want to talk about spiritual matters talk to your husband, not even talk to the pastor, uh, the elders. No, go home. When you're alone with your husband, talk to him. That's who you ask your questions to. Very specific. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to your conclusion at the end, because like I said, I've wrestled with this for a long time. I really don't know what to think. I'm going to at least give you my, my viewpoint. You don't even have to agree with it, but at least you'll know where I stand, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. Blessings to you. That's Ed in Crofton, Maryland. All right, we're getting there. I still have two lines open if you want to grab one, 888-432-7434. You get to talk to my awesome call screener. Her name is Dawn. Say hi to her really quickly. Give her your information so you come up on my screen here in the studio, and I'll get you on as soon as possible. 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go to Joan. Joan is in Washington, D.C. Hello, Miss Joan. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Dr. Anderson, I'm doing quite well, and I thank you for being such an excellent speaker and teacher of the (laughs) Word of God. I enjoy your program, and sometimes I just have to sit back and say, thank you, Lord. Well, well, thank you so much. I'm glad I'm not a girl. Otherwise, I couldn't teach (laughs) nothing. (laughs) 
Well, you see, that has to do with rightly dividing the word. Amen. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, Miss Joan, what are you thinking about this comic, uh, this comment, uh, not my crazy comment? I don't work. I don't care what you think about that. Well, what do you I, think about the topic we're talking about today? Women preachers, should they I be able to preach or no? It's absolutely great. And should I be quiet on it? <laughs> However, I can't be quiet. Right, right. I just wanted to let you know that. If God has called you to do something, it's better to obey God than man. Mm. And if a woman is called, let her go forth. Mm. And she shall get the reward from God, and I preach and I teach. Mm. 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 Uh-oh. Well, you know, but to the can... glory of God. Well, hang on and now. I'm thinking for it, and I'm having preach? so much fun. How can you preach? <laughs> How can you preach though? If God says you're you're a female, you're not allowed to preach. Go talk to your husband privately. How do you get over that if you feel called? How does that work? Is God contradicting well, himself? I enjoying the single life as a widow. <laughs> oh wow! Now you done made it all. And I don't confusing. talk to the dead because I serve a living God. Dang! She said, "I am not talking to the dead." I like it. My goodness! You know what, Miss Joan? You can call me anytime. I love talking to you. You are a joy, and God bless you in your ministry. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. I love my listeners. All of you. I, I don't even care what your perspective is. As long as we can just kick it and learn and push each other, uh, stretch each other. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. <laughs> That's right. One man. Sorry, ladies. You're out. 888-432-7434. That is my number. If you're just joining us, you're into a controversial topic. It is Tough Topic Tuesday. Uh, the controversy is over women in the pulpit. Should they be able to preach or not? And the only reason I'm bringing it up today is because Pastor John MacArthur, who leads uh, Grace Community Church in Columbia, and he's a big-time author. Many of you may have listened to his uh, radio shows, programs, read his books. He's huge. And uh, he was asked uh, about uh, Beth Moore and uh, about women preachers. And he basically said uh, his blunt response was, go home. She should go home. Uh, and he goes on to say, and I quote, there is no case that can be made biblically for a woman preacher, period, paragraph, end of discussion. Just because you have the skill to sell jury on the, tele- on the TV sales channel doesn't mean that you should be preaching. There are people who have certain hawking skills, natural abilities to sell. They have energy and personality and all of that. That doesn't qualify you to preach. When the leaders of evangelicalism roll over for the women, for women preachers, the feminists have really won the battle. Hmm. All right now, John McCarthy, I hear you, Doc. What do the rest of y'all think? You agree with them or disagree with them? 888-432-7434. Let's go to Catonsville, Maryland, and talk to Millie, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Millie. How are you today? I am doing well and blessed, Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm alive and grateful and so glad you're hanging out with me. What are you thinking? Well, I'm actually confused. Okay. I'm not, I don't know where, where it is in the Bible. I've always heard there was something in the Bible that says a woman should not preach to men. Uh-huh. Um, uh, it's... Um, I, I think there there are definitely women that are capable and competent. Um, maybe they should just preach to women. Mm. You know? Yeah. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even question um 
that because our Lord and Savior was a preacher and a teacher, and he preached to all. Mm-hmm. But maybe that maybe that task did not go to women preaching to all, mm-hmm. women preaching to um, women. And I'm not sure, but I'm yeah. sure you're going to straighten it out towards <laughs> the end of the hour. <laughs> well, you know what? A lot of people believe that, and that's what I, um, you know, when I went to college, a Bible college, there was that there was that uh, point that women can teach other women and children. That's it. They should not okay. teach men. And in fact, if a, if a woman got up in the chapel, if she shared a testimony, she was fine. But if she opened the Bible and read a passage, you actually had students get up and walk out. Can you believe that? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I, how, I don't know how that glorifies God, but in their mind. They are standing on the Mm -hmm. word of God, and somehow you have offended a holy God by having a woman break open the word of God. What do you think about that, Miss Millie? Well, um, I have to tell you, I can't go home and ask my husband. I am a young widow. Oh, wow. Um, I'm part of your church. I am part of your church as well. Oh, wow. And I feel I am blessed by Mm. your church. The bridge, yeah. that group, yep. And any time I walk into the sanctuary or in on church property, yeah. I am ready to learn from whomever is going to you are me. You are awesome, and we welcome you, and so glad that you're a part of us. Hey, listen, I got to run to my break. That was Millie from Catonsville. I'm coming right back. Y'all better not go anywhere because it's gonna get good. Northern Virginia families are getting hammered by tolls. Pay-to-play politician John Bell is making things worse. Bell wrote the legislation guaranteeing toll increases on the Greenway for 10 years. 10 years of toll increases that your family will have to pay. And what did politician John Bell get in return? You guessed it. Bell got campaign cash from the Greenway toll owners. Pay-to-play politician John Bell. He's wrong for Northern Virginia families. There's a better choice. Gary Higgins will take on the Richmond politicians and get rid of the tolls. Here's Gary Higgins. Like you, I've had it with these crazy tolls. The toll road owners and the Richmond politicians are taking us all for a ride. As your state senator, I won't stop fighting until these tolls come down. I'm Gary Higgins, candidate for state senate, and I've sponsored this ad. Paid for and authorized by Higgins for Senate. If I hand you a free $20 bill, you're going to say, nice. If I take your $20 gift and I crumple it up first, chances are you're still going to say, nice. The value doesn't change, right? But what if I took your 20 sprinkled some magical fairy potion on it, and when I handed it back, it became a $40 bill? Obviously, you'd say there's no such thing as a $40 bill or magical potion. But our commercial here works better if we pretend. Hey, it's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. And the reality is, home values have gone up magical potion-like across the U.S., which for many of you has magically increased the value of your home. The one thing we've worked hard on is becoming experts on helping WAVA listeners that qualify to easily and efficiently cash out that newfound value to use for anything you want. We 
our United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. Nice. UMC Mortgage Company, Melville, New York, NMLS number 1330, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The annual enrollment for Medicare is coming soon, so we're here at Health Markets, a free service to help make sure you have the right Medicare plan. Mike, there's a lot going on here. There sure is. Health Markets has invented the FIT score to instantly compare thousands of Medicare plans from national insurance companies. In minutes, folks can find out if their current plan is the right fit or if there's another plan that can provide extra coverage and help save money. Best of all, the service is free. So what Medicare benefits could people be missing out on? A lot. Plans with $0 copays, $0 deductibles, and $0 premiums. Plans that include dental and vision coverage or diabetic supplies, hearing aids, and more at no additional cost. With so many choices, our advice is don't go it alone when there's a free, unbiased service that can help. Go to healthmarkets.com or call 800-716-7780. That's 800-716-7780. We're live. (laughs) It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We are in the second half of the program. Uh, if you're just joining us uh, on social media, then you can see my fresh fade, right? You see that? <laughs> Christopher's Barber Studio, two locations, one in Columbia, Maryland, one in Elkridge, Maryland. Check them out, okay? And you can see over my shoulder, 410-799-8444. Give them a call. So tell them you want to hook up, bring your kids, whatever you need to make sure that your hair is looking sharp. All right, I got my fresh fade, and I'm happy about it, especially after traveling. I got back. My hair was kind of all crazy. So it's looking good now. My hairline is straight. There you go. Hey, listen, we are talking about women preachers, women in the pulpit. If you're just joining us, it is a hot topic. Uh, It's Tough Topic Tuesday here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And the the topic is the controversy over women in the pulpit. Pastor John MacArthur, big-time author, radio preacher, uh, made a comment about Beth Moore when he was asked uh, his response uh, to her, uh, his response to women preaching. And when he was asked uh, about Beth Moore, he gave a blunt reply. He said she should just go home. Wow. Well, and then he followed it up. He says, there is no case to be made biblically for a woman preacher, period, paragraph, and discussion. Just because you have the skill to sell jury on the TV sales channel doesn't mean you should be preaching. So, and, and, by, and he goes on to basically say, uh, when the leaders of evangelicalism roll over for women preachers, the feminists, have really won the battle. Hmm. Well, what do you think about that? And he uh, addresses comments to Paul about Beth Moore, Paula White, and so on and so forth. So uh, mm, love to hear what you're thinking about that. Maybe you agree with uh, uh, Dr. John MacArthur. Maybe you don't agree. Maybe you agree uh, that women should be able to preach. I want to hear what you're thinking. I am going to give you my view. All right. Um, but I'm going to wait for a few more minutes right around uh, quarter till 10 till uh, the hour. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think. So uh, but I want to hear from you and I want to kind of push you in different directions. So let me give you my number and I'm going right back to the phones. Here's my number. 888-432-7434. Got it? Triple eight four three bridge All right. Let's go to Oxon Hill, Maryland and talk to Joyce, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Joyce. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good, and thanks for taking my call. Pleasure is mine. But I just wanted to say that I 
that went to Bible class under a very prominent lady in the area. Mm-hmm. And at one time she preached that if God can speak through a donkey, he most certainly can speak through a woman. Mm. Sorry, I don't have the scriptures That's to okay. back that up right now, but that has been going on for mm. quite a while. So God can use a woman if he can use a donkey, and that, that's your point. And so, but with maybe with John MacArthur or other people who hold the view that women should not preach, it's not that they're not, not, not that they don't have the ability to, but that they shouldn't because that's not God's divine order. What do you think about that, Miss Joy? Well, I disagree with him mm-hmm. because, uh, the first woman preacher was the lady at the well when Jesus asked her for a drink of water. Mm-hmm. And she went into town preaching mm. about the man who told her all about herself. So ah. that was preaching at that time, too. Wow. So women can preach. Go ahead, Miss Joyce. I love your example. Go ahead with your bad self. <laughs> well, thank you so but much. Let me say my uh, Bible instructor was uh, Pastor Betty Peoples. Ah. I'm sure people remember her. God bless her soul. Thank you so much, Miss Joyce, okay? Thank you. God bless Bye. you now. Bye-bye. <laughs> love that lady's voice. I love her spirit, her heart. How about that? Edith is on the line. She's in Washington, D.C. Let me go there. Hello, Miss Edith. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Good afternoon. Thank you for calling. What are you thinking? Um, my position, well, I, I agree with uh, Dr. MacArthur. Okay, sure. Tell um, me why. He's, he's been in this field, living this life for Christ for so many years, and he's done thorough research and and I, uh, he's basing his things on the teachings of the Bible. Mm-hmm. So I think that regardless of how we feel, right. we, can, we might have all our different opinions, but it's the Bible. It's not what we think. It's uh-huh. not what you think or right. not what I think. But in in the end, it's what the Bible says. And right. I think that the Bible says that women should teach women, mm-hmm. uh, uh, should do many things, but they sh- he shouldn't be in the pulpit. Uh-huh. Uh, as a pastor. Right, right. So I agree with, I think he's biblically correct. You think he's and correct. And I agree with him. Okay, well, good. Thank you for sharing that. It's good to know that uh, there are some folk that hold on to his view and folk that hold on to the other view. I'm going to give you all my view uh, when I get back uh, from my next commercial break or take a couple more phone calls. So thank you so much. Let me go ahead and run to my break. Uh, and then when I get back, Uh, Let me figure out whether I take another phone call or whether I go right into my view. And then y'all can kind of tell me what you think about my view. I'll be right back.
question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is a new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Controversy, women in the pulpit, should they be able to preach or teach? Well, Paul does say uh, in the scriptures, you, 1 Corinthians 11, uh, that, again, women are supposed to, you know, men, men are over women, women over children, and women should keep silent. If they, have a, if they have a question, they ought to go to their husband and ask their husband in private uh, their question. So here's the thing. If that is, if, let's just say that's the only scripture. And I, I have other scriptures, but let's just say that's the only scripture. Uh, then how many of y'all are violating right now God's word? If women are supposed to keep silent in the church, period. All right, so you, you're reading 1 Corinthians 14, you're reading 1 Corinthians chapter 11, uh, and then you go to 1 Timothy and Titus, and it says that pastors ought to only be uh, uh, men and husbands of one wife and all that. So that means you shouldn't have any single pastors, you got to be the husband of one wife. Uh, no divorced pastors, all right? And so, and then... Um, no women preachers or teachers, and specifically, you have to be silent in the church. Do you allow women to lead worship of men and women? Uh, and are they speaking God's word when they're leading worship? Are they singing God's word when they're leading worship? If that's true, then you're in violation if you hold to the view that women ought to keep silent in the church. There's nothing in the scripture that says that she should be leading worship. Uh, she should be reading God's word when she's leading worship. And so when he says keep silent in the church, that means... 
keep sounding all the way. You can't just pick and choose. I believe she ought to keep sounding. She's not allowed in pulpit, but she can still uh, go up on stage, read God's word, sing God's word, and proclaim God's word as long as she's not preaching it. Well, what's the difference between preaching it uh, and reading scripture before you preach a word or read scripture before you sing a word? Uh, so why do we get to pick and choose? So if you're going to hold it, hold the whole thing. Women keep silent. Women cover your head. Okay. Uh, so she shouldn't also be in church without a hat. Her heads should be covered because you got to follow all those. You know, if you're going to read all of it, you got to co- co- cover it all. So she should come covered and she should come quiet. All right. And so then if a woman is speaking to only children and only other women, uh, and then when they're in the general assembly, they are covered and quiet, then that's the way church ought to be. If that's not the way your church is, but you say she can do everything else, she can sing, she can give a testimony, she can read the scripture, but then when it comes time for the preach word, she can't preach, then you're still in violation. So you got to take it to its logical conclusion. Or is there another view? And that is this. Now, the only way I can make, make you understand this is to talk about uh, African slavery. Having just come back from where the slaves walked, African slavery, we know that uh, black people were enslaved in America in a heinous way. But then after slavery, you had, uh, well, during slavery, remember that the master would go to church for one hour a week. All right. And so that was the only time that the slaves were free. That's when they would do all their singing and all their church stuff. Okay. But then as we got out of slavery and moved into Jim Crow, guess what happened? Uh, they would then, the master, would allow black people to come to the church, but they had to sit in the back, all right? And so you move from the uh, plantation to the back of the church. Well, that was a victory. Black people were like, yes, we get to go to the white master's church, but they had to sit in the back and they had to be quiet. Now, when we look back at that, we're like, man, that is terrible. That is backwards. When they were looking at it, that was progress. You say sitting in the back of the bus is a bad thing, but when you got to get on the bus, that was a good thing, even if you had to sit in the back and be quiet. But when you go forward and look backwards, it looks like it's oppression. But when you're back there and you go forward, it looks like it's progress. Wow. We now get to go to the church and sit in the back as long as we're quiet. That's a good thing. At least we get to be there. Right. If we got to sit at the children's table, that's a good thing. At least we get to eat. If we got to sit in the back of the bus, at least we get to ride. All right. And so it depends on how you read the scripture. If you read the scripture as in that day and age, that was progress. That was women's progress that you were even allowed to come into the synagogue beforehand. They weren't even allowed in the synagogue. But now they're allowed as long as they come with their husband. And as long as when the service is over, they have a question, they talk to their husband uh, after that. That was progress. Now, we look back at it. We're like, what? They got to be quiet. They can't talk. They got to ask their husband how they're not married. But back in that day, that was progress. So I want you to understand that point. But if you say, Pastor, okay, I get it from that example, but please help me with the scripture. Well, in Acts chapter 2, when the very first century church was created, I want you to know exactly what happened. Uh, the, the apostle Peter preaches, and notice what he says. It says, uh, Pastor, well, let me just say this. Peter uses a text from Joel chapter 2. And this is what he says as he's preaching his sermon for the very first church. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and, listen, daughters will prophesy. Prophesy means preaching, basically. Now, there's an Old Testament understanding of prophecy and a New Testament understanding of prophecy. I won't go into that because it's too deep for the time that I have, but just know it's proclaiming. All right? So Peter 
it's saying on this very first day of church where the Holy Spirit has taken over, he uses Joel's passage and he says, in the last days, God's spirit will be poured out on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both, listen, men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will, listen, prophesy. So it mentions uh, several times, it's sons and daughters, there's women, both men and women. It's, it's literally in black and white right there that they will prophesy when? In the last days. When is that? Well, Peter is saying it's happening right now. Uh, the Spirit of God is moving, His Spirit is being poured out, and it's being fulfilled right now. Men and women will preach, uh, men and women, sons and daughters will prophesy. Now you say, well, what, what's prophecy? Well, understand the fivefold gifts. You have prophet, uh, teacher, uh, evangelist, uh, apostle, prophet, teacher, evangelist, okay, and pastor. That's found in Ephesians. Now, those are in rank order. Apostles at the top, then prophets, then uh, teachers, evangelists, and, and, and pastors, okay, pastor, teacher, whatever. Okay, so if prophecy is number two, apostle number one, prophecy number two, teaching, pastoring, and evangelism are under prophecy. So what Joel is teaching us in Joel 2 that Peter calls on from Acts chapter 2 is that men and women will listen, prophesy. That's at rank 2. That's like saying she's allowed to do rank 2, but she's not allowed to do rank 3, 4, and 5. Are you with me? The fivefold gifts, apostle, prophet, uh, pastor, teacher, evangelist, uh, whatever. Okay. So you're saying you're allowed to be a, a general or a captain, but you're not allowed to be a colonel or a sergeant. It doesn't make sense that they would be allowed to prophesy, that's the preaching, but not allowed to teach or be an evangelist or be a pastor, okay? So the Spirit of God is poured out on man, and men and women will prophesy, both men and women, that's what it says. You read Acts chapter 2, will prophesy, and both your sons and daughters will prophesy. So they are. there's a new movement of God's Spirit is what he's trying to say. At the beginning of the church, the very first church service, where thousands of people got saved, the Apostle Peter, who's the preacher of the hour, actually says that Joel 2 is coming into existence right now, and in these last days, men and women will prophesy. The first preacher uh, that was a female preacher was mentioned today, and that's uh, the woman at the well. After she was changed, she went back and gave her testimony. Some would say, that's not preaching, that's giving a testimony. I'm with you in there. But what about when Jesus was raised again from the dead? Who's the first one to preach the gospel? It was a woman, Mary. Go back and tell them that I rose again from the dead. The first person commissioned to tell the truth about Jesus was a woman. So think about that. And let me ask you this question. If women are not called by God to preach, what's going on here? So many of them are being used by God. So then um, if you say, well, who cares? Let's obey God's word. Well, let me ask you this. How if you're wrong? If you're wrong and you held back 50% of the population where God could use their gifts to lead and teach, um, how if you're wrong? What have you done? You've hurt so many people. And how if I'm wrong? How if I say, you know what? I still believe in covering. I still believe in male covering. Uh, and so in my church, I'm the male coverer. I'm the guy at the top. And everybody under me has my authority. As long as I give it to them, they can preach, teach, dance, they can do whatever, as long as it's under submission to me. So I'm the covering. Now, how if, how if I am wrong and I let women teach? What's the worst that could happen? 
I let women teach. Is God going to be so mad at me that when I get to the other side, I cannot believe you let women use their gifts. They surrendered to your leadership and they served the body of Christ. People were healed and delivered and they learned God's word and they grew in the faith. How dare you, Anderson? How dare you let a woman do that? What's the worst that could happen if I'm wrong? What's the worst that could happen if somebody else is wrong and you hold women down until Christ comes back, who's been spending all his time on the earth lifting women up? I'll be right back. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Piers Nachiwadi with Principal Office in Dallas, Texas is responsible for the content of this ad. This is an urgent message for anyone exposed to the herbicide Roundup and diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. The World Health Organization has designated Roundup weed killer as a probable human carcinogen. If you've come in contact with Roundup and have been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, you may be entitled to compensation. A free consultation is now available to discuss your options and help you understand your legal rights and actions. Call 800 705 Roundup is the most widely used herbicide in the United States, and a California jury recently awarded $289 million to a landscaper who claimed Roundup gave him cancer. But time is limited to file a claim. If you worked with Roundup Weed Killer and have been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, call the Roundup Legal Helpline now. You could be entitled to significant compensation. Call 800-705-2717. That's 800-705-2717. 800-705-2717. Do you wish you could study and understand the Bible like your favorite author or pastor? Do you have a deep hunger for the Word of God but don't know where to begin? I've got great news. You can study all 66 books of the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, in one of eight degree programs at Dallas Theological Seminary's D.C. campus. DTSDC is designed for busy adults. Our hybrid model combines online lectures with on-campus sessions, so a typical class only requires three Saturdays per semester. So there's no need to uproot your life in order to go to seminary. Not only are we more flexible than you thought, we're also more affordable. Right now, DTS is offering a $1,000 newcomer scholarship to everyone who starts this spring. That's $1,000 towards your first class at DTS. Join us for Seminary Preview Day on Saturday, November 9th. During our preview day, you can visit a class, meet current students, and eat lunch with the faculty. If you would like to learn more about our D.C. campus, please visit dts.edu forward slash W-A-V-A. Hi, Don Crow here for Passport Auto Group, a family-owned business with a stellar reputation for superior customer service before, during, and long after the sale. A mission and goal to which they've been committed for the past 25 years. And now, when you visit PassportAuto.com on the web, you can take your own virtual Internet tour to enhance your buying experience and help you get to know their dealerships online. Just go to PassportAuto.com, browse their amazing inventory, schedule a test drive of that vehicle you've been thinking about, investigate financing, lease options, and much more. Whether you're thinking about a BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, or Mini, or whether you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, Passport Auto Group is waiting to serve you right now. And I also want to tell you that as a longtime customer of Passport, I can assure you they do what they say they'll do, and they do it right. Passport Auto Group, serving the Washington, D.C. metro area for 25 years. PassportAuto.com. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us 
on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Would you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com Thank you so much for your support. God bless all of you. And Maria Weaver would love to talk to you if you want to buy or sell a home in Maryland. Give her a call. I endorse her, 443-656-0687. That's Maria Weaver, 443-656-0687. And then lastly, if you got a bunch of leaves all over your land, then go ahead and call my my uh, landscape specialist, Fidel and company. He'll take care of you like he takes care of me, especially if you're in the Prince George's County area. He loves working with folks that live there. His phone number is 240-516-4967. Now, of course, he'll serve the rest of you as well, but that's his sweet spot. Fidel is in the Prince George's County area, 240-516-4967. Six seven. They'll clean uh, your deck and they'll uh, do all kinds of stuff to make your landscaping look great. Now, listen, uh, I know we're coming to the end of the show and I dropped a sort of a bomb on you about uh, sort of my view of women, women preachers. Again, this is all sparked because Dr. John MacArthur thinks uh, responded to Beth Moore and basically said she should go home. Here's the thing. She speaks mainly to women. And she's not even pastoring a church, you know? So, like, geez, you can't even break open the Word of God and teach. Well, you better tell Priscilla Shire and Joyce Meyer and the rest of them, go home, too. Uh, But, again, it's not about your skill. It really is about um, God's order. And I believe that God has, yes, he has uh, placed man uh, over woman. I don't have an issue with that. But I think under that covering, a woman can can pastor, preach, teach. And that is a very traditional view. For some of you, you may think I'm very backwards on it. Then others of you may think I'm too progressive because I think women can pastor and preach. But under my covering, it's, it's cool like that. Now, if you're a pastor of your, a senior pastor of your church and you're a female, well, guess what? I, I still honor you because as long as Christ is being preached, like it says in Philippians 1.18, uh, then praise the Lord. I don't have beef with anybody. If you're on the same side as me uh, and we're trying to lead people to Christ, teach people, disciple people and move them forward, then I'm all about, listen, go ahead, do you, do what God called you to do. He'll sort it out in the end. The last thing I want to do, I have a hard enough time keeping myself straight. You know, I have a hard enough time keeping myself uh, right before the Lord. And so I'm going to join with anybody to help move the gospel kingdom forward. And I only can give an account for my church. And so therefore, as long as you're under my covering, uh, then I can, I can handle that. Uh, but outside of that, you know, then I only have an opinion of what I believe the scriptures say. And I do believe that in the last days he will pour out his spirit on men and women. So I do believe that women, uh, if called by God, 
can be qualified not only to teach and preach God's word, but to shepherd God's people. Here's the thing. In my in my case, we have women that have been doing shepherding for for, for so long. You just don't give them the title. That's the issue. So it's like, really? I mean, some of them are, are leading more than more than uh, men are, you know. So anyway, that's my two cents on it. God bless you. And-